I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Momo, you're out of here. I agree with Momo. Well, I don't think uh, you're fast at all. Uh, you know what? You saw me play pickleball. That didn't mean you were My fast. pickleball game is pretty good. It was not bad, but... Speed is not your jam. So, Andy, you've not played pickleball yet. I have not played. And you've never played. I've never played. Oh, God, I want the Kamenitskis in the first round. I want the Kamenitskis in the first round. How do we set that up? So do a lot of people. You guys are just chum. Brian has never played either. Yeah. Hey, you want to go Thursday? I'm going to try. Actually, I am going to try. That means no, like Alan last week. No, no, no. I, I really need an opportunity to play. I've seen pickleball played once. For like five minutes. So this is this is really, I don't know what this says about me. I'm watching my brother Brian Mashansky, who's my partner on the Fighting Titis, uh, said, "Go watch pickleball on YouTube." So I've been watching pickleball on YouTube, trying to figure out exactly. Wait, the- you're watching YouTube, but you didn't want to watch a two minute video Bergman sent you? That's messed up. I know I that was did. crazy. I ended up watching it. You did watch it, yeah. I ended up watching all right, it. all right, yeah. But you were like, why do I got to watch exactly. this video? Just call out Mainstream. Two minutes. Let's go. <laughs> it is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Oh, it's Tuesday. Exactly. Sure. Go ahead. It's Tuesday. Fine. Come at me. Oh, Come man. at me. <laughs> You're edgy today. I like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I'm supposed to do the pickleball read. Good show today. Thank you. <laughs> so the uh, Pickleball Madness Tournament. I am really ex- Here's how excited I am. I'm watching YouTube videos on pickleball. And Thursday, I'm not going to Pasadena. I'm going to uh, Santa Monica to like an open play. I'm actually joining the Santa Monica Pickleball Club. Wow. And I'm going to completely devote myself for the next few weeks, except when I'm on vacation, the next few (laughs) weeks to really learning pickleball because now I don't want to let my brother Brian down, who I put on a Spirit Airline, uh, Spirit to fly out here, uh, I, I don't want to let him down. I, I want to make sure we win a couple. Wait, of did matches. you actually sign up for it? I did. So you, oh, you're absolutely now a member of the Santa Monica Correct. Pickleball I Society a membership of fee. Pickleballers. I played a membership fee. I'm absolutely going. This out is there like Thursday your darkness retreat. This is like your darkness <laughs> retreat. Darkness you're you're retreat. going wow. all the way in. Yeah. Uh, so uh, pickleball madness is at the Agape Pickleball Center in Fountain Valley. It is March the 18th. You absolutely want to be there. Uh, all kinds of stuff. If you didn't, if you came to the softball game, you know what I'm talking about. Softball game was a blast. You were there, right? No, I, oh, I was weren't. moving that day. Oh, okay. Uh, we were all there. Great time. A lot of listeners. A lot of FaceTime. A lot of as Morales would say, pressing, pressing the flesh. We did mm-hmm. a lot of that. Uh, at the uh, pickleball event or at the uh, softball game, we're going to do it again at pickleball again on March the 18th. You can reserve a seat at ESPNLA.com and lots of good sponsors like One More Paddle, Stretch Labs, and Municipal. By the way, Stretch Labs is something I've been wanting to do. You had it done. Right? I did have it done. They were here and they did it for us. What was it about two, three is it weeks like ago? On a machine or are they no, just, no. You, you just lay land? down on on a pad and you, they just like on a table. And they just stretch you out. It felt great. Can I get like a gift certificate to yeah. Stretch Lab? Yeah, let's just talk to Matthew Burke. Yeah, I'm I'm totally up for that. Yeah, it'd be great. And by the way, someone on YouTube, your five head, your fave five head says, I can watch Usain Bolt highlights. Doesn't mean I'm going to get faster. 
you know. <laughs> He's got a point. You YouTube people piss me off. <laughs> you said come at me. They came at you. <laughs> yeah, sure. Come at me. I don't care. You can have Whatever, more of those man. comments at youtube.com slash ESPNLA. You're challenging four-year-olds. Mace is feeling himself, man. Absolutely. This is a day. Uh, by the way, short show today. We're almost done. Uh, essentially, we got yeah. a game of games coming up. Jacob and Ronnie's going to play today, right? And then uh, three o'clock, we're going to kick it over to Sliwa and Michael Thompson for uh, pregame Lakers versus Memphis tonight. No LeBron and no D'Lo. Um, why is Bergman smoking in game of games? Why? I'm just very good at games. I don't know what to tell you. Why? Why are you winning month after month? Because I'm good at games, and John's not at home to cheat. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Oh, we come at everybody today. <laughs> Whoa. We've said it to his face. You're openly accusing Ireland of cheating when he does the show from home or on the road. Are we you not? Have, yeah, we uh, all have. Don't make him like it's a me thing, but I would yeah. never accuse John. It's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, he cheats. <laughs> he does cheat. You know, Ireland I'm I'm sometimes I think he's cheating like right in front of us. I mean, All right, I the score I, the score is four. Me four, Greg four, Jorge two, Steve two. Uh, let's do. Let's see, three more. Three let's more. see. Who's right. Right. Exactly. Well, he, I can I, catch up that way. Ireland <laughs> has terrible poker face in general. Like I imagine Ireland is awful at an actual poker table. Yeah. Like there's there's no in the same way there's no nuance to the way John talks about subjects on the radio. Yep. There's no nuance in the way I imagine John approaches a poker table yes yes <laughs> he's gonna be like whoa uh, hmm what will i do here hmm. Hmm. you're gonna know like you're gonna know exactly what hand. i got a good hand here fellas <laughs> am i nuts or is this hand great so are two aces good hey um i'm not saying i've got the nuts but uh so it's also i brought this up specifically for ireland since we're uh we're uh blasting them today it's national public sleeping day <laughs> oh, man. oh man it's that's Tuesday. messed up it's it Tuesday. Tuesday wake up pay attention thank you Pepe yeah Ireland sometimes will come in here and and granted he keeps a crazy yes, schedule really and does. I mean I would not want John Ireland's life like, I would not I would not want that as as my career I don't want to fly around the country uh live out of a suitcase uh get a, get here at 2 a.m and come in and do the show but sometimes I do get if you're on YouTube I mean, look, as wow. much as much as we make fun of Ireland for being like a one percenter living in a gated community, he is a one percenter with a in moat a gated around his house and a moat. That guy works his ass. He does off. work hard. <laughs> he works constantly. Yeah, yeah. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna work himself to death. Do you think so? I mean, he could, but I think he's gonna eventually slow it down a little bit. You think slow it down? Yeah, slow it down. I don't know where, but he will slow it he's down. Gonna drop point. the Laker gig and just do Mason in Ireland full time? Yeah, I don't think that's the way he's gonna slow it down. He'll just he'll take a show in ESPN Idaho eventually. Yeah, exactly. Hey, John, wake up, pay attention. ESPN, oh my God, ESPN Idaho. Uh, all right, so what was? That? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> yes. After all this. After all this, I'm going to a darkness retreat, and I'm going to go on Pat McAfee's show uh, every single day and and wax poetic about subjects I only half know about. <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay, right? There's no yep. question Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. All you Raider fans, go ahead and be depressed because Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay. Who did Aaron Rodgers learn at the feet of? Brett Favre. Brett Favre. What did Brett Favre love to do? Stretch out the drama. Stretch out the drama, be the center of attention at all time, make his employer sweat. 
That is what Brett Favre loved to do. That is what Aaron Rodgers loves to do. Like, even if he's miserable in Green Bay, it seems like he's addicted to that specific misery. Yeah. I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, Bergman, have you given up on Aaron Rodgers to the Raiders? Well, once Peter King said that it wasn't going to happen, I trust Peter King. (laughs) Yes. I'm just like, you know, what's his name? Who is that? That's your that's your tight end, right? That's George Kittle. Yeah, George wow. Kittle. Yeah, I once Peter King said it, then I I kind of believe it now. Did Peter King say it definitively? He said something along the lines of that he, the Raiders are not interested in Aaron Rodgers. So at that point, I think he's done. I don't think he's coming to the Raiders. So you think the Raiders are going to tank this year? I think they should. I think Jimmy G is going to be the quarterback. I don't want Jimmy. G. I think Jimmy G is going to be the quarterback. Why? Just because he's, he's because, oh because of the Josh McDaniels yeah, connection. A, oh yeah, only because they've worked together. Yes. Well, no, it's yes, but at the same time, look, he can't throw a deep ball. That's a he does not throw the deep ball. He that does not. True. That's very much Devontae Adams' game. Yeah. Right. And so it's also Darren Waller's game. They're going to have to rely on the yak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, he's a game manager in the right situations. I don't think the offensive line for the Raiders are good enough for Jimmy G in that situation. And also, mm-hmm. get me Caleb Williams. Oh, so Tank wanna, it all. You want to suck it all. so bad that you're the worst team in the league and you get Caleb Williams. Correct. Okay, so th- we talked about this yesterday. I do not I've, – I've had heard people say that the Rams are going to tank. I don't believe the Rams are going to tank. I don't believe they're throwing in the towel – on I mean, 2023. 2022 wasn't really all that great. No, but they 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 weren't tanking. It was really telling when Bobby Wagner, you know, he and the Rams decided to part ways. Yes. And the report from Adam Schefter included that Bobby Wagner wants to win. And that was a driving force in him wanting to go somewhere else. But that, that only, was a mutual move but that to only, save the Rams' salary cap. But space. that only happens, though, at least from Wagner's perspective. Include assuming Schefter has his stuff, and he typically does. Wagner does not think the Rams are going to be winning. Maybe that's because he just has no confidence in who the Rams have. But it could also be he recognizes the Rams are going to be going into a step back to take a step forward. I just mode. think they're going to reallocate money. I think they need to invest in the offensive line. Clearly, they used 13 different offensive line combinations last year, which was the the reason why, huge reason why, they struggled the way they did along you know, with injuries all over the board. But I, I don't believe the Rams are going to go into uh, tank mode. Well, so to Andy's point, Bobby Wagner's deal was $7.5 million. You it's think, mutual. Well, mutual, but he's, it's mutual because he wanted to go somewhere to win. Think, the words to win are very important in that said situation. That seven point five million dollars will be helpful in in adding an offensive lineman. You still need to have def- defense too. You do, but honestly, and they, they may be an, and they may be looking to trade Jalen Ramsey. But, but the whole point, rusher more than they need. You can Bobby you Wagner. can put it that way, but Bobby Wagner Bobby saying, Wagner's "I want to go somewhere." Great. He's right. great, but and they also really he said, need an edge rusher to win. Means that they are not going to win I just with don't the Rams. McVay would come back for a rebuild. I look. I agree with that, but then why would Bobby Wagner leave f- to win somewhere else? Because he doesn't feel like he's going to win in L.A. I mean, if nothing else, maybe the Rams aren't planning to take a step back to take a step forward. But Bobby Wagner sure doesn't think they're going to be good. He seems to not think the Rams are going to be good next year, regardless of their plans. There's it, there's reports out that Jalen Ramsey is going to be well, traded. Well, Jalen Ramsey is going to be traded. Right, he's going to hey, be traded. He, he wants an extension. He's making let's, $20 million a year, and he wants an extension. Let's say something else, somebody else moves. Let's say one of the big four, something happens where what Aaron Donald decides to retire, or Cooper Cup gets... Why do you think one of the big okay, four? Okay, here's, I, the, I don't here's know the other if they're potential going to. sign. Yeah. When Jordan Rodriguez was on with us last week... Oh, she was on? Yeah, she was on with us last week. On this show? Yeah, on this show. She had a guest last week? We did. She was a guest. And she was 
on wrote, while Bobby Wagner got she news broke. She wrote a killer piece yes, she about did. the That's Rams. That's why that everybody she should read. Yeah. But she noted that nobody on this team should feel safe, like 100% safe that they are going to be a Ram long term. And we were like, okay, are you talking Cooper Cup? Are you talking you know, Aaron Donald, whoever? And she said, nobody. That means Matthew Stafford. Right. None of these people are safe. And if one more of those guys go, so if not you lose Ramsey, necessarily on the block, but just that like things could be fluid, and because of that, everybody's future with the Rams could be somewhat uncertain. Some guys more than others. Like I think trading Cooper Cup would be stunning. Like even if you're going to rebuild, I don't know why you would. It would be. Keep it him. would be ridiculous. It'd yeah. be outrageous. If trading you lose Aaron Ramsey, Donald, outrageous. If you lose Ramsey, Ramsey's and then, gone. Yeah, sure. If you trade him and one of those other three guys. Would you still feel the same way? Well, I know it depends which of the three. Pick one: Stafford, Cup, or Donald. Pick one. You can pick whichever one you want. If one of them are Why gone, do you think one of the big three is gone? He just, she, Andy just said that it's a possibility. Well, sure, everything is a possibility at this point. Well, I mean, I'm not willing to accept that next year is a rebuild. Accept I'm the not, premise. How confident are you, though, that Matt's it's Tuesday? Sta- I don't believe next year is a, a rebuild for the Rams. So if, but I'm asking you, if that happens, if one of those go, will you still feel the same way that it's not a rebuild? Depends what they get. <laughs> okay. Don't, you don't think it depends on what they get? Here's the thing, though. It might end up a rebuild even if that's not what they want to do because how confident are you that Matt Stafford is going to be healthy next season and upright at his age with the pounding that he's taken? You know, I mean, we, we've been talking about this with LeBron earlier. Like, once athletes start aging, they have way less control about keeping themselves on the field or on the court. Your body starts cooperating less and Matt Stafford may be in a place right now where his body isn't cooperating as much although is that based on anything it's based on the fact that he struggled last year with injuries he was right he but was, uh, but that's not ba- my understanding is he's coming back next year but are you confident that he's going to be Matt Stafford of the Super Bowl with an season? offensive line yes I am confident but nothing's changed on the offensive line as of yet yet I mean this is why they're reallocating money yeah, I don't know, man. All right, so. It's going to be a different year Matt, next year. I mean, it Matt, is going to be a different year. He's going to be 35. He's been in the league a while. When he was in Detroit, he took a lot of We're hits. We're in a league where guys play till they're 40. It's not always 45 in one case. No. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you hear what that guy's up to? The guy that played till he's 45, 46 years old? I got something on that. Uh, we'll do that coming up next. Uh, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
Time is running out on Tuesday here. Short show because we got uh, the Lakers without LeBron, without D'Angelo Russell versus Memphis tonight on the road tomorrow at OKC. I'm I'm just going to be frank. It's Tuesday. I don't I don't think tonight's a night. Lakers are going to win tomorrow, tomorrow night. Critical tomorrow is the night that matters. Yeah. So uh, now I've triggered this conversation on YouTube about who the best athlete is amongst the hosts. So I, 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 I'm going to take my name out of the running. Oh, why would you do <laughs> a crazy very, thing like that? Very generous of you, Mace. Originally my mm. question, so who is the most athletic? So it's probably either Shadano or Sliwa. Yeah, I... Maybe sh- Cappy sneakily. Sneakily. Yeah, sneaky, Cappy's sneaky Cappy. probably got some games. But I, th- I think it's either Shadano or Sliwa. And I would actually go with Sliwa. I would also go with Sliwa. <sighs> Sliwa feels the safest just because I believe he's the youngest. And that's a huge element. That's a big, that's a big, big element plus. Here. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Jorge's, I mean, if we include everybody, I think Jorge's in the conversation. I think Jorge's kicked the most athletic. The he did. He kicked my ass. He did P90X for a while. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, but here's the thing. Days. Tell Jorge, tell him, at least I was respectful. I just didn't do better than you. Yeah. No, he was. He was uh, right behind me, literally. What's yeah. the first rule of P90X? Don't talk about P90X? No, tell everybody <laughs> P90X. I did it. I just told you. You told everybody. Oh, you weren't bragging about it? No, I told you in the conference room. Like, hey, I just finished P90X. You're like, oh, cool. Why then, did you finish it? Why didn't you keep going? Because once you finish it, that's it. You finish. They don't have a sequel? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> There's no sequel to P90X? I guess not. All right, so we found a piece of sound. Jorge found a piece of sound here. And obviously we've talked about the LeBron injury a lot. LeBron going to be evaluated in two weeks, which is nine games from now. The exact two-week date would be the eighth game. Like if he played, the if he happened to play. On the evaluation. Right, which feels unlikely. Yes. He, but it's eight games. It will be eight games Hmm. on that reevaluation day, which, again, it feels unlikely that he's going to play that day. So I would count on him missing at least eight games. Mm. All right. Gavin Lux, Dodgers have lost their starting shortstop for the year. And Gavin Lux was asked about it or talked about it today. And I don't have the credit. I think it's Dodgers... Improbable baseball. Dodgers improbable baseball. Yeah. Okay, it's it's a scrum though. There's yeah. a bunch of people. Oh, it's a scrum. Okay. Yeah. So here's Gavin Lux in a scrum talking about his injury that he experienced yesterday um, in Arizona. My cleat got kind of stuck into the ground a little bit and um, straightened out a little funky and rolled out and uh, yeah, kind of rolled up on my ankle too. So um, freak thing. Uh, I don't even think it's really avoidable in hindsight probably should have just took the throw to the nose and worn it but uh yeah you know it happens and uh, just crush the rehab and move on is part of the hardest part of this just kind of knowing like this year this role was one of the, this opportunity you've been looking forward to for since the day you got drafted here and yeah yeah i think that's one of the hardest parts is like i said you know uh i think every baseball player's dream is to play shortstop for for the los angeles Los Angeles Dodgers so um, yeah I think that's one of the hardest parts alright that's brutal that's very sad 
we, look, we talked about this earlier, Mace. Like this was supposed to be like Gavin Lux's arrival season. He was taking over at a premier position, shortstop. Yep. The guy he was on replacing, a premier team. On a premier team. The guy he's replacing, Trey Turner, premier shortstop yep. himself. The guy before Trey Turner was Corey Seager, your 2020 World Series MVP, yep. I believe 2017 Rookie of the Year. Like, he was not just taking over in that spot. He's, like, claiming it. He's actually claiming yes. a place for himself. Gavin Lux is somebody that the organization has been waiting to really pop, and it hasn't happened yet. By the way, and started last year. I mean, there was there last year, for a while, he was batting right around 300. Right. He was coming into his own. Still not a lot of pop. Not necessarily, uh, didn't necessarily steal bases, but I really, really high hopes for Gavin Lux this year. And, you know, I want to point that we were talking about injuries today and we're talking about LeBron's injury. Sometimes what we forget is that there are real people here. Yeah. And you got that from Gavin Lux right there. That's a real candid, I mean, obviously emotional um, think about that. We always hey, towards ACL. We say it so casually. Hey, towards ACL. No, this is somebody's life. Uh, this is somebody's career. This is somebody's dream. This is somebody's reason, purpose. It's also their opportunity. Like yeah. again, like Gavin Lux was supposed to have this opportunity in front of him to cement himself as part of the Dodger core. At a really important position, they're going to have to find somebody else to do it at least for this season. You never know how the offseason is going to look if they decide that they need to not take chances, You know, not knowing what Lux looks like before the season, if they end up having to sign a different shortstop. Like you don't know what's going to happen moving forward. Yeah. You don't know how this is going to affect your future contracts. Like I, I'm guessing Gavin Lux is still on a rookie deal. I yeah, assume. Yes. So you don't know how this is going to affect you in arbitration and the eventual contract. There's a lot in front of Gavin Lux that this season was theoretically supposed to settle. And now he has to wait for at least an entire year before he can start answering those questions. Yeah. That's, that's such a shame. Yeah. And, I mean, from a baseball perspective, it means, you know what, it's really, really fortunate that the Dodgers acquired Miguel Rojas. He is a legit everyday shortstop. He had, I think last year he did not have a good offensive year. Defensively, he's very good. Um, offensively, two years ago, he was like 260 yeah. with double-digit home runs. I mean, he gives you he gives you something. But he, had they not done that, Chris Taylor would be the starting shortstop. His career numbers, Miguel Rojas, last season notwithstanding, his career numbers – are basically what you were getting from Gavin Lux in the like couple years that he's been an everyday player. Yes. They're basically the same. Yeah. But the hope was, you know, I mean, Miguel Rojas is in his 30s, probably is who he is. The hope was Gavin Lux was going to build on that and you were going to get more from Lux moving forward as opposed to maybe the mean, yeah. which is Rojas. Rojas is who he is. Yep. Damn. I still, I mean, it's Tuesday. I, I think the Padres should be favored to win the National League West. This is a this is a blow. Look, man, they're stacked. Yeah, they they're really a are stacked team. And they committed one point two billion dollars to six players, and 
you know, and they still have Soto to sign. I mean, yeah, it's going to be and very... And they're cocky as hell. Yeah, they're they a are really cocky, cocky, they are cocky team. I'd love to see them... Well, I'd love, I'd love to see a big letdown. Well, here, sometimes winning the offseason doesn't mean you win the here's season. Here's though, this is what makes it all twisted, and what I think is going to make it all interesting for this season. Part of the reason they're cocky is, I think, just the collective personalities on that team are cocky. But part of it is because they had this success against the Dodgers in the playoffs. Like that, that is sure. something that they needed to do. I think, forget just proving to fans, like prove to themselves. We are worthy of this hype because the Dodgers have been the they've owned that division for how long? Ten years. Yeah. I mean, they've owned it and they've owned the, the Padres. Yes. The Padres have been laughable. Well, and here's the 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 other thing is, I mean, okay, so let's say the Padres win the National League West. Let's just suppose that. You know what? We've won the division and haven't gotten anywhere in the postseason. You don't have to win the division in order to get into the tournament. You can get into the tournament as a wild card and still do a lot of damage. We've seen wild card after oh, yeah. wild card actually do well in the postseason and even win the World Series. So let's say we went from 97 wins to 93 wins and second place in the national. You know what? Still in it. Yeah. Still in it. Uh, the way the Padres were last year, they beat us. We had the division. I, I mean, I don't care if we win 112 games or whatever it is again. Um, just get in the tournament. Look, the Padres have put themselves in the position that they clearly have wanted to do, which is be the strongest team on paper in that division. Yeah. They clearly are. Strongest team on paper, and they are equipped to do really well. But like you said, once you actually get to the postseason, especially in baseball, weird stuff happens all the time. All right, uh, coming up next for you, let's uh, let's do a little pivot here. Let's do, let's do a little change. Uh, you've heard of uh, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Don't go too far into Cocaine Bear because my game, spoiler alert, revolves around Cocaine Bear. So just letting you know. Can I talk about another animal, another drug? Yes, that's just fine. Another animal, another drug, next. Mason Ireland, Dandy's in for John, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So uh, we got Game of Games coming up. Jacob Bramani is going to play with us uh, as he does on uh, on Tuesdays. And we got Laker basketball coming up for you. Lakers in Memphis. No LeBron. No uh, D'Angelo Russell. LeBron will be reevaluated in two weeks I'm going to miss something in the range, at least seven games. I think he's going to miss at least eight. 
at least eight. Just and that's, by the way, if he gets cleared after two weeks. Yes. If, if say, they evaluated him and then said, you know what, this is great, you are good to go today, I believe he would still miss eight games. Mm. So uh, let's uh, – we've talked a lot about him. So I saw Cocaine Bear this I week. know. I took my mom on a date to see Cocaine Bear. She loved it. It stars O'Shea Jackson Jr., who my mom has met and totally loves O'Shea. Uh, and it's a really fun movie. So we joked a while back that uh, there was a bunch of uh, coke that got dumped inadvertently in the ocean off of Australia, and it led to natural jokes about Cocaine Shark. Now, the people that brought you Sharknado... And by the way, those people, I actually did a movie for them called Mega Shark versus Crocosaurus, which was really fun to do. Uh, but they are working on a brand new movie. They've announced it called Meth Gator. Meth Gator. It was the next logical step. Different drug, different animal. And you know what? Probably go see it. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm I here am, for it. Th- this is basically the MCU of the cocaine bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, this, the spinoffs. Yeah. yeah, this is the spinoffs. This is the multiverse of just drugged out animals. Yes. You can get to like heroin hen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. You, you, it needs to be, I think, either illiterate or, um, or just something that sounds really fun, like cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. That immediately lets you know, like meth gator. Meth gator, I know dangerous. what that's about. Like, it's got to fit the drug. Yep. Like, you know, heroin's a bit of a bring down. So you got to find meth is scary. Yes, it is. Missing teeth. <laughs> well, they got right. spares. Isn't that a thing? It is, it is a thing. It is a But thing, they got yeah. spares. Oh, like, they do. Gators they have, have rows a of Yes, teeth. exactly. Right. Like, if any, if any animal is best equipped to do meth, like to develop a meth habit, it would be a gator. It would be a gator. Yeah. Plenty of, plenty of teeth. Yeah. So I, I look for that in uh, theater. They just announced plans uh, based on the success of Cocaine Bear. You know what was really encouraging? So go to the movies on Saturday. A lot of people there. Like, people are, it feels like people are going back to the movies. And I'll tell you, one thing I noticed right away, because I've been watching movies on streaming like everybody else, you can't beat the sound in a movie theater. Like, it surrounds you in a way that you could never get at home. Well, everything is supposed to be, like, communal. And everything's supposed to be surrounding you. You're talking about the sound. The audience surrounds you. You know, the screen is so big, it's basically enveloping you. Like, if you ever went to the Cinerama Dome back in the day, that's like a three-quarter screen where, depending on where you're sitting it, like on each side. It's all around you. Yeah. I mean, that's what the experience is supposed to be. Now, last night I watched a movie uh, which was brutal. All Quiet on the Western Front. I've heard it is good, but... It is great. Tough watch. It is great, but damn. It is real. I mean, you want to see a movie that points out that there is no... It, that war is pointless. That's that's Well, that's really the that way... That's really the way war movies have been for the last 30 or 40 years. Like, really post-Vietnam. Yeah. Like, post-Vietnam, war movies really stopped being... I mean, you 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 never lose sight of how brave soldiers are. Sure, but you know, pre-Vietnam, most war movies were really just exercises in patriotism. Yes, and just like pumping up sort of the act of going to war. 
And I think movies post-Vietnam, because it was such a polarizing war, yep. since then have really been more about just what it's really like, the damage that comes for you know from it, not just for the people in the country involved with the war, but the soldiers, yep. all of that stuff. It's very much that now. It's a great movie. It's on Netflix. Uh, I, I recommend it. It is, as Andy said, a tough watch. I got it dubbed. So I'm watching it dubbed. Oh, as no. Opposed to, yeah, I don't am. do that. I'm watching it dubbed. You don't do that. I, why? Because the it's whole- It's easier. Ac- here's Okay, here's actually why. It's you, so much easier, right? You're 100% oh, right. Yeah. It's no, easier. But I'll tell you, if you're watching it at home, the reason you should watch it in the original language yep. is so you can't look at your phone. You can't look away. You have to be looking at the subtitles. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to know what's going on. Like You can't just listen- while you quickly look and scroll through something, I'm not scrolling through anything. But I that, just—it's so much easier when it's dubbed because then you hear it in English, and I don't have to read my movie. <laughs> Does it, anybody here like reading movies? No, I don't like. Having I do. Subtitles. I put subtitles. Regardless. Do you put subtitles? Yeah. Do you put subtitles no matter what? I do. Yeah, mm. I started doing that too. I started doing the mom and not stepdad Leo thing, where you leave the subtitles on all the time. There are certain movies. You just movies. said that you don't do that. No, I oh, did. foreign films. No. I don't like reading, but I now leave the words on even when it's in English. Occasionally, well, what's like the you, difference? Because, what do you mean? What's the difference? If you're going to have the subtitles for a movie, because if you don't understand a line, if if lines dry or it's garbled or whatever, right. it helps to have the words down there to catch it. What I don't want mm. is a I, what I have struggle struggle with is a foreign language film that I'm reading. That's what I have trouble with. Got I know it. that makes me not very smart, but. I've never nobody, made any nobody, claim, nobody been arguing. Never made a claim to the contrary. By the way, uh, the uh, Culture Pop podcast that came out today. Oh, no, Did you really? A long time. It's a true whole thing. Just a little bit. It's a true day. It's a true day. Was it the whole time, or was it just a little bit of the time? Sort of eased into it. It's good. I went back and listened. It's good. I don't. Who was it with? I don't remember. It's just you me don't and remember? Sue. It's just me and Sue. Oh, so that way you, you can know, do it's that. It's just me and Sue. So it's just us and oh, both of you. I, not Sue. Oh, okay. I don't think not uh, not Sue, but me for sure. But you wouldn't do that to a guest. That's no, the difference. God, no, no. I would not do that to a guest. Are you trying to do more that are not guests, like some with guests, some yes, with not, some with guests, some without? Yeah. Get are you gonna more. have O'Shea soon? Yeah, we're going to have O'Shea for nice. cocaine, cocaine bear. bear. Yeah, cocaine bear. It's a good excuse. Meth Gator. Is he going to be in Meth Gator? <laughs> Meth Gator. Will he be in Meth Gator? I, we, we should get him on. I mean, I, th- I don't this, know. Well, that's how, that's how O'Shea starts his MCU. He's in all of these. All of these, He's yes. in all of the drug-addled animal movies. He was in King Kong. He was in King Kong. You're right. Nobody tested Kong. King Kong, I think. No, I don't want to say that because I don't want to spoil Cocaine Bear. Spoilers. I don't want to spoil Cocaine Bear. My game is related to Cocaine Bear. No spoilers. No spoilers. But it is related to Cocaine Bear. By the way, you can get the Culture Pop podcast on Apple, Spotify, or you can go to my website, stevemason.com. Is there a YouTube component? There is not yet a YouTube component. There should be. There probably should be. I'll tell you, YouTube is actually where you can really start making a little extra cash on it. Really? How? Yep. Um, Because there's money that comes specifically to YouTube off views if you can get them up to a certain point you know carlo and i have a media company outside of here that we can help you out with that you and carlos isu yeah what's your what's your media we're company? Called, we're called jk 360 media really yep what, you're jk just, for just kidding you're 
You're just <laughs> no, it's Jorge and Carlos 360 media. Yeah, you're just you're a hustler. Follow us man. on Instagram, and it's the first time I tell everybody about but I, it. <laughs> I am correct about this, right, yes, Jorge? You are. That, that so it's at. I'll, I'll send you a yeah. I'll no, send well, you. tell the it's people. at JK360 Media. At JK360 Media. Yes, sir. Look at Jorge out yeah. there hustling. <laughs> By the way, uh, one thing I I teased and we didn't get to was uh, Tom Brady <laughs> reportedly considering. Trying his hand at stand-up comedy. We <laughs> talked about it with Travis Sliwa earlier. And I always think, first of all, Tom Brady, he's a lot of things. Funny is not, that does not pop into my head for Tom Brady. Never seemed even slightly funny. Um, no edge, no attitude, no funny. Well, he's somebody that has, at least as, an, as a professional athlete, maybe things change when he's retired, but he's always seemed to be somebody that wants everyone to like him. Like, remember, he... He was seen with the Make America Great hat yeah, in his sure, locker. And sure. without getting into the politics or whatever, he retired that hat quickly because he knew that hat would be polarizing. Yes, and yes. he didn't want that. And in order to be really successful as a comic, you got to be willing piss to- some people off. Yeah, you got to be at least willing to. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily have to be the goal, but you got to be willing to do it. Now, that's something I would be willing to try. Stand up? Stand up. Have you ever done it? I have wanted to. Have you? Yeah, because you and Brian at, at my roast were very funny. Yeah, we were good at Ireland's too. You were good at Ireland's, yeah. It's really the reason I've been curious about doing it is just I want to know if I could write material well enough that would work. Mm-hmm. That's real. It's more, I mean, there's some of it as a performer, I'd like to try it, but also as a writer, I would actually really like to try yeah. it. How do you think I'd be, Bergman? Stand up comic. As you? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Oh, what do you mean? Maybe no, you'll be funny. I think you'd have a good job. I think you do a good job. Actually, I think you could. You would be able to put together a good script. Yeah, I. You wouldn't go off the cuff. You're not going to be that type of. No, comic. I'm not going to be off. The, uh, Most of them are. You can't just walk up and wing it. Most of them are. You've that. That's when you're good, though. You've you've got to have real material that yeah. you've worked on. Yeah, I mean the mate- You can improvise off of foundation, but all of these guys have a foundation. Like none of them go up there with no idea of what they're going to do and just wing it for five no, minutes. I mean, my friend Kathy Ladman just went on the Tonight Show. And she honed that material over six months to get ready for yeah. that seven minutes. Yeah, I mean, it's the Tonight Show. You're not yeah. going to go up there and just make up your Tonight Show appearance on the spot. Like, you don't do that. Yeah. Would you try it, though? I think I would. Do okay. All right, get together, put together a bit. Well, I'm not going to do it on the radio. I'll do no, it. No, 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 no. I'll go to no, the we'll comedy We'll find a comedy club. Like we'll we'll, we'll comedy do that. Club. Or, if it, or if it we'll helps. do it at the Mandy's. Yes. Well, that's a that's a really easy room. Well, that's, I mean, that's your best audience, right? It is my best audience. I, you can do I a stand-up set at the Mandy's. I can help you. I'll write okay. some material. And okay. if you bomb, yeah. it's even better. If I bomb in that room, <laughs> I then I'm worthless. I mean, that that room is like our room. It Those should are be. our people. You should get a lot of laughs. I should be It's home court it. advantage. It is home court yeah. advantage. All right, uh, coming up next for you, we are going to do a uh, game of games. It is Andy's game today. Jacob and Ronnie is here to play along. We got Lakers basketball coming up. What's that? John and Michael are going to play too. John, Michael, wow. and Jacob and Ronnie. Yep. Oh, it's a monster of a game of games. We'll do that. Coming up next, Mason and Ireland, 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, here we go. It is Game of Games time. It is Andy Kamenetsky's game today. We welcome to the show Jacob and Ronnie. Jacob, how you doing? Great, how you doing? Hang on a second, there we go. Hello, hello. Yes, gotcha, loud <laughs> and clear. And we are joined from Memphis by John Ireland and Michael Thompson. Guys, what's up? Boys, I cannot believe in all quiet in the Western Front, the guy dies at the end. That ticked me off. Did you really just give away <laughs> the entire... This is a war film, everybody's going to die in it. Maybe not everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, after he goes through all that mace, he yeah. ends up getting stabbed. Come on. Well, I guess I don't have to watch that movie. Yeah. Oh, it's Michael, not worth it. That movie just came out. That. that movie's right now. Look, Michael just that. told you how he died. Not just that that he yeah, died. Stop no, yeah. saying die because we dumped the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, we dumped so it. Right. All right, so, uh, so uh, John, Michael, what's going on out there? Oh, well, you know, it's going to be an exciting game. No LeBron, but the Lakers are so deep that you'll see that they'll be able to survive without LeBron for a few weeks. Okay. Let's let's uh, root and for that, man. And we get to see the most exciting player in the game tonight. Yeah, that's John right. Morant. John Morant tonight. Yeah. That's right. That's All right. right. So uh, it is Andy's game. Yep. Uh, Andy, describe the game. Well, Cocaine Bear is all the rage. We were talking about it. Great Mace has movie. seen it. Donna Mashonsky has seen My it. My mom saw it. It's discussed on the latest Culture Pop podcast. Yes. And in tribute to Cocaine Bear, we're going to do some trivia about other movies either involving cocaine or... Or about cocaine. Oh, nice. It's cocaine day. Cocaine day here yeah. at 710. <laughs> what yes, could yeah. possibly go wrong? <laughs> what a Tuesday. Yeah. What I, a Tuesday. <laughs> I yeah. think this is going to be great. So okay. in my okay. first one. I'll go Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. There is a Scarface question. All right, good. Okay, it's multiple choice. Got so it. in my all-time favorite movie, Goodfellas, Henry Hill, played by the late, great Ray Liotta, yes. also in Cocaine, Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear, yeah. He turns evidence against the mob after he's busted with a bleep ton of coke. Who did Henry Hill enlist to help him mule the coke in Goodfellas? His wife, his mistress, his hairdresser, or his family babysitter? Wife, mistress, hairdresser, family babysitter. Mace goes first. Hairdresser. Jacob. Mistress. Jorge. Babysitter. Greg. Hairdresser. Uh, John. Wife. Michael. Mistress. Jorge, the only one who gets yeah. it right. It is the family babysitter, <laughs> Lois. Wow. Lois. Wow. We should probably know that. She got yeah. busted. Yeah. Ray Liotta was also in the movie Blow, where he played the father of Johnny Depp. Yes. What was the actual real-life age gap between Ray Liotta and Johnny Depp? Zero to five years, five to ten years, ten to fifteen years, or fifteen to twenty years? Jacob goes first. Uh... 10 to 15. Uh, Jorge. 5 to 10. Um, Greg. 0 to 5. John. I'm going 0 to 5. Okay, Michael. 10 to 15. Mace. 10 to 15. 
Jorge crushing this. What? Five to ten. He's about nine years older than Johnny Depp playing his father. Jorge. Jorge running away with it. I know. Okay. I knew you'd have that soundbite ready. All right. There's a lot of cocaine and boogie nights. Oh, yeah. Including the coke snorted by Mark Wahlberg's character, Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler grew up in what part of the South Bay? Hermosa Beach, Hawthorne, Torrance, or El Segundo? Hermosa Beach, Hawthorne, Torrance, or El Segundo? Jorge goes first. Hawthorne. Greg. Sticking with Jorge, Hawthorne. <laughs> um, John. It's either Hawthorne or Torrance. Uh, Hawthorne sounds right. I'll go Hawthorne. Michael. Hermosa. Uh, Mace. Torrance. Jacob. I'm going to go with Torrance, too. Torrance is correct. Oh, his, real name, yeah. his real name, Eddie Adams. He gets introduced as Eddie Adams from Torrance. In Pulp Fiction, Mia Wallace, Uma Thurman's character, overdoses on heroin that belonged to Travolta's character. She snorted it thinking it was cocaine. That heroin has a nickname. What is the nickname? Gator, Escalator, Madman, or Guava? Gator, Escalator, Madman, or Guava? Greg goes first. Escalator. John. I'm with Bergman. Escalator. Michael. Escalator. Um, Mace. Gator. Jacob. I'll go Escalator, too. Jorge. Madman. Jorge crushing no, this. Wow. Yeah. Jorge knows his way around yeah. some cocaine yeah, movies. Oh. I'm a little worried. <laughs> yeah, what's, <laughs> what's Jorge doing later? Yeah. <laughs> now I know why he's always How? so happy. Exactly. <laughs> Who got the point in the last one? No wonder he has so much energy when he comes That's in. Right, baby. Jorge's got three. A lot of things making sense. Jorge's got three. Mason, Jacob, one. Greg, John, and Michael, not on the board yet. I yeah. just figured out how they're funding JK360 media. <laughs> <laughs> All right. To launder. How many times is Tony Montana actually referred to as Scarface in Scarface? Zero, one, two, or three. Zero, one, two, or three. He's actually referred to as Scarface in Scarface. John goes first? Zero. Michael. Zero. I don't remember. Mace. Zero. Jacob. Zero. Jorge. One. <laughs> there he goes. Oh, no. Greg. Oh, man, I'm a little worried now, but at zero. Jorge. Oh, no! No way! One time, and in Spanish, Cara Cicatriz. Cara Cicatriz. I think, by the way, I think this game is over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have left. Um, I've got... Five, I think, left? Oh, okay. Wow. All right. All right. Let's go. We'll keep going if you want to. Okay. What soul great did the soundtrack and score for the movie Superfly? Curtis Mayfield, Isaac Hayes, James Brown, or Willie Hutch? Curtis Mayfield, Isaac Hayes, J James Brown, Willie Hutch. The finally, finally got one a black guy knows. Okay. Well, Michael, you go first then. Curtis Mayfield. Okay. Mace. It is Curtis Mayfield. Jacob. I'm not going to go against them. Let's go with Mayfield. Okay. Jorge. <laughs> uh, Mayfield. One, one of my favorite albums. Greg? Mayfield. John. I'm not going against Jorge. Jorge Mayfield. Okay. Back. Everybody on the board. <laughs> hey, we got on the point. So what's the official <laughs> score right now? It's Jorge 5, Mason Jacob 2, Greg, John, and yeah, Michael I, 1. I mean, I think the game, I think Jorge there's is clinched. Four Do left. one more just for fun. Well, one no, more. He's got, there's four left, and he's got a three-point lead. All right. Yep. Uh, there's three, three left. Three left. Mason is obviously the only one looking at the clock, but three go left. ahead. Yeah. Well, no, we go to, uh, no, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Snoop Dogg made his recording debut on the soundtrack of this movie featuring Larry Fishburne and a lot of cocaine. 
The King of New York, Deep Cover, What's Love Got to Do With It, Bad Company. The King of New York, Deep Cover, What's Love Got to Do With It, Bad Company. Mace goes first. Bad Company. Jacob and, and Deep. Ronnie. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Deep Cover. Jorge. Yeah, Bad Company. Greg. Bad Company. John. Well, I, the only way I can catch up is to go oh, against should, Jorge now. Against so I'll, I'll say what's love got to do with it. And Michael. Deep. Michael and Jacob. <laughs> it is deep cover. Deep cover. Oh, he still got with, a chance. It was a duet with Snoop. Well, you would have a chance if we were going to continue with oh, you the game. Don't have time. But, I, <laughs> but we run out of time. All right, well, Jorge. Our apologies to blow. We will not be able to finish the game. <laughs> Nice yeah, Jorge, I'm a little worried how good you were at that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mace, uh, I'm what's not. he Mace, doing? How, Mace, how, I don't understand how you like what, reading subtitles. Doesn't that distract from the, the screen? Well, no, you, you missed what I said. I like movies when they're dubbed, but I like having the words in case I miss a line or it's garbled or something like it, with All Quiet on the Western Front, something's blowing up and you can't hear under you know what they said. So I leave the subtitles on, but I'm listening dubbed. Did you watch it dubbed? No, I, I watched it uh, just. Well, but isn't it in English though? Even though no, it's German. No, it's in German. Oh yeah, I watched yeah. the dub then. All right, just the fact that you told me that—that's yeah. in German. I'm out. You're not gonna. Oh, it's, wa- it's, <laughs> it's worth it. Really good. It is it's really good. good. I'll take your guys' word for it. All right. <laughs> so Jacob Bramani, uh LeBron James, uh, gone. He'll be evaluated in two weeks. Your thoughts? Staying positive, right? You look at it. They as of what two weeks? I think you miss up to eight games. Um, you know, they're they've never been this deep in the past few years when he's been here. This team is really taking it upon themselves to try to get into the playoffs. I think the new guys are going to do a lot for us. Hopefully we get D'Angelo back on Friday. And I think, hey, you know, Lonnie Walker, didn't he just, you know, put out a really sort of sad tweet about the fact that he's fallen out of, you know, the the, the you know lineup and rotation? Yeah, so here's his chance. Get in there and carry the team. Next man up. Michael, what does this team look like without LeBron James for the next couple of weeks? A well-balanced team. Basically, you got a bunch of guys, like Ronnie Jacob just said, they're very deep. But now, basically, um, Anthony Davis has to be the best third yep. big man in the game. He's got to raise his level up to Jokic, Jokic and Embiid's level now to kick this team to the playoffs. So even though everybody else has got to step it up and do a little bit more, Anthony Davis has to set the tone and be the third best big man in the game. No doubt about it. Ireland does uh, AD. I mean, we've seen AD do this, but does he have it in him right now? Because he's going to have to carry things. I don't know. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for him. Um, I also am very curious how Jared Vanderbilt's going to keep going. I mean, uh, he's been great. He's good. So um, let's see. You know, I've, I've talked to you guys a lot in the past about a pecking order. When you're the third or fourth best guy on your team, you really have a chance to shine because the other team's best defender. Who is the third best guy? Well, Vanderbilt was, but now he's moved up to number two, right? With yeah, no D'Angelo and no LeBron. Player, yeah, with no D'Angelo. So let's see if he can continue to put up numbers. I want to ask a question from Michael. Right now, you know, you said AD's got to, you know, set the tone. I agree with yeah. that. But the last couple of times he's had to set the tone, he hasn't had the outside shooting, correct? Everything comes in. They double, triple team him because there's no LeBron. Now we got some outside shooting. So if the outside shooters are making, it's going to open it up for AD to not have, you know, to really have it a little bit easier to dominate, I and hope. To attack. Exactly. And not just scoring, too. The thing I love about Embiid, he shuts down the middle for Philadelphia, especially in the big games. Everybody's afraid to go to the lane when they see him around. AD's got to be that same presence on both ends of the floor. AD had some big blocks in that game against Dallas on Sunday. It just felt like things were cruising along and, and everybody was really optimistic about that game. What's the – I mean, you guys flew over. What's, what's the mood like around the team? 
Oh, we had good fried chicken last night, so everybody was happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, we didn't find out about <laughs> as long as you eat about, well, I guess it's fine. Yeah, we didn't find out about LeBron until uh, we were at dinner last night at, at Gus's. But today, talking to the guys, everybody's excited for the opportunity to show what they can do because, like Darvin Ham told me, everybody's got to step up now and do a little bit more to make up for the loss of LeBron. Keep in mind, too, guys, that a lot of these guys are playing for their contracts yep. next year. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of flexibility and decisions that Rob Polinka needs to make about whether or not to bring some of these guys back next year or just let them all leave and use that cap space to bring in people from the outside. So when these guys are auditioning, like right now I'm watching Dennis Schroeder down there, and he's just bombing in threes. I've, I've seen him hit like nine threes in a row. So maybe Schroeder's the guy. Somebody has an opportunity to really step up tonight. All right, uh, guys, we will be listening. Thank you very much, John Ireland and Michael Thompson from Memphis. Uh, Jacob, thanks for coming in. Always appreciate it. Game of Games is powered by Call Jacob. Winning matters. That's why after an accident, you go to calljacob.com or call 844-24-JACOB. That's 844-24-JACOB. That's it for us. Pre-game is coming up next for you. We're back here tomorrow at 1, me and Momo tomorrow, 710 ESPN.